0: Welcome, 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 welcome to the In the Church TV and Radio broadcast, where we are shining the light of God's Word in the church exposing the good, the bad, and the ugly as we discuss and resolve real everyday issues that are taking place around the world throughout the nations in the majestic name of Jesus as we engage in powerful conversation, share our opinions, expertise, and reveal the truth of God's word on every topic imaginable. And so I'm absolutely excited about tonight in the church. We are going to do a rewind on tonight and we're gonna do um listen to um discovering love in the church part two amen glory to god thank you jesus um hallelujah so let's see what god is speaking amen as it's as it is pertaining to discovering love yes i am your host Apostle Duran Shay Zorn. Amen. Just here and delighted to serve you. Um in the church. And we bless God for all that He's doing in this season and in this very hour. Amen. In the majestic name of Jesus. Glory be unto God in this place. Let's go and discovering love in the church. We deal with uh, the love of God. Amen. We talked about the love of Jesus. We talked about a sacrificial love. Um, amen. Um, we talked about um, growing in love. We ended off with growing in love. And we're going to start back right there at that point, you know, on today. We also dealt with um, various hindrance that causes one not to love the church. Amen. Um, so we're just going to, we're just excited as we're just still discovering the love of a man and what it is. He has called forth to do in the church, amen, as it concerns the word love. We discovered last week that love is the foundation, amen, of the establishment of the church, amen, because God established you and I, amen, and and we were created out of love. Even as we were commanded, we are commanded, amen, as a commandment to love, one another amen as ourselves glory to god thank you jesus so even as we're discovering love in the church we're discovering how to love god how to love christ how to love the holy spirit how to love ourselves so that we can love one with divine order restoration ministries international and again I would like to welcome you. I would like to also we have in the studio with us our host, our co host, um Patrick Allen. Amen. Apostle Patrick Allen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus I sometime if I skip protocol, it's okay. We still love one another. Amen. If <laughs> Amen, if we just drop titles, we all good. We still love one another. We still know who we are. Uh, amen. But the apostle Patrick Allen Um, Glory to God, our co host with carriers of the word in the church today. Amen. Glory to God. We also have uh, none other than the pastor Sherry. Amen. Um, (laughs) Hallelujah. With World Changers Global Ministry International. Amen. So God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So we left off last week on... um, Discovering, no, growing in love, growing in love in the church. Amen. Um, I think we love not envy. Is that correct? Amen. Glory to God. Thank, Thank you, God. Jesus. So, um, but before we get going to that, Apostle, I want you to go ahead and pray for the people, for God's people today
1: amen 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 god we come before you right now saying thank you thank you for being almighty all knowing thank you for being the author and the finisher of our faith thank you for what you're doing for us right now in this very hour oh god now god as you come into the church right now we're your people we're the sheep of your pasture god Step in and move right now. Break up the stony grounds, O oh God. Release the nooses off our necks, O oh God. And set the yokes free today, O oh God. Whatever is binding and hindering us, O oh God, I say set it free today, O oh God. I command it, I decree it, O oh God, that you would speak a word today, O oh God, that would touch somebody's life, that would touch somebody's world right now. Lord, touch their mind and put an imprint on their mind. Touch their souls, O oh God that they want to be saved, that they really want to seek you and know more about you, oh God. God, I ask that you move like never before, oh God. Lord, as we go forth in this broadcast, oh God, let us say something that that your people and your persons have been looking for, oh God. But we need just one word from you, oh God. It will change our forecast. It will change our situation. It will change our circumstances, oh God. For only your word can do that, oh God. We glorify you. We magnify you. And we'll be careful how we give you the praise, O oh God, as you bless us and this entire broadcast and the people that come to sit and dine at the table with us. In Jesus' name, I do pray. Amen and amen.
0: Glory to God. Thank you, man of God. Amen um, for just leading us in a word of prayer on today. Um, amen. Glory to God. So we're going to start at 1 Corinthians 13. Amen. We're in the love chapter. And um, as we're in the love chapter, uh, we're still discovering love, you know, in the church. So let's look at the love letter, 1 Corinthians chapter um, 13, amen. And we're going to start, before we start off in verse 4, amen, which is going to show us and teach us and guide us on how to discover love in the church. I want to just kind of deal with 1 through 3, just a little bit, amen. Glory to God. And, and, and what I love about um, verse 1 through 3, in the word of truth, amen, at the end of the day, it wraps it all up. I don't care how good you prophesy. <laughs> I, I don't care, you know, how, how good you pray. You know what I'm saying? How many elegant words that you can say in prayer. Um, it doesn't matter how much you, you give to others. amen amen. um it don't care how how many um tongues you speak in how many diverse tongues that you speak in um if you know the mysteries of god how well you can prophesy how well you can preach but if you don't have love the word says you have nothing amen you have absolutely nothing and and that's why we started this broadcast with discovering love in the church because without love We have nothing. I don't care what your gift is. I don't care what your talents may be. Without love, the word of God declares that you have nothing, that it profits you. All that you have, it profits you nothing if you don't have love. Man, that's a (laughs) A powerful statement. Pastor Sherry, I'm going to go ahead and. And and pass that over to you, and you can actually, if you want to go and go ahead and four, you can go ahead and move in. But okay. I Amen. want to throw that over to you, Amen. Amen. If
2: you don't have love, and and we know that uh in in First John it talks about how God is love.
0: Mm-hmm. So if you
2: don't have God and God is love, you don't have nothing. You don't have life. You you don't have nothing because without God, you have death. You know, even when you. Even when you, you know, you live this life and you get ready to go to the grave, Mm -hmm. you'll have eternal death without God. Mm -hmm. So with God, you have life and you have love. Everything we need is in him. Everything we need is. He teaches how to love. You know, I I, I was hearing you talking about growing in love. He Mm -hmm. teaches you how Mm -hmm. to grow in love. We wasn't born uh, to just You know, to know how to love everything and know how to the different types of love. But God teaches us through his word. He teaches us how to love. Amen. 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 So even with this word of God here in 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, it talks about love. It it teaches us how to love in this Mm -hmm. word right here. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm. And,
2: And like Pastor D said, this is the love letter. This is his love letter to us. And he teaches us how to love. And I'm, I'm going to go on, and I'm going to read verse four, chapter of thirteen, verse four, how charity suffers long, love, love suffers long, long, long suffers, long <laughs> suffering. and you know, and how we we really don't want to suffer, we don't want to suffer at all, not at all. I remember I know, when I, I first. Came became a christian how mm-hmm. when i first gave my heart to the lord i i was saying you don't have to suffer you don't have to go through nothing okay. you know but then i learned <laughs> mm. through life experiences yeah you're gonna suffer the word of god says that you if you suffer with me you're gonna reign yes, with god. me what you think, think about that apostle
1: well just like you were saying uh Long ter- it's 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 long suffering. Uh, it reminds me of of just the other day I was speaking with a close friend and I thought about some of the things that we were talking about about going through and long suffering. I begin to hear the cry about long suffering. You know, I'm hurt. I'm 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 discouraged. Uh, I'm I, I'm taken back and and i and, and and I'm unmoved, and the the words that he were using uh reminded me of long suffering. you know in this walk with Christ, we go through a whole lot you know as individuals and dealing with my brother and my sister and until I master long suffering, I really won 't know how Christ felt because Christ came and he suffered and he suffered wrong, he endured a whole lot of persecution and a whole lot of uh trials and tribulations on our behalf and 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 even in that uh he held his head up you know he kept himself in a a positive manner and I, and i think about uh the long suffering that we do today uh like you said nobody wants to suffer anymore you know uh we want this microwave we want it quick we want it fast and but we don't want to hang in there, and we don't want to go through the things that Christ went through uh, that he endured for us and with us. You know, I say I'm my brother's keeper, but am I really, am I putting the time in to be patient to, to, so that that, that that perfect work could show itself, to show up, you know, that characteristic of real long-suffering love? You know, it, it reminds me of, 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 of parents and children in school. You know how you sit up all night trying to make sure that that the child gets that homework because you love them and, and you want to make sure that they they understand and you, and you're long suffering with them until the understanding comes forth. But what do you what you uh, think about that, Pastor?
0: Amen. Um, glory to God. Love is patient. Yes. Um, love patient, letting patient have its perfect work. You know within us. You know. I, I believe, you know, patience really just shows us. First of all, patience teaches us a whole lot, number one. Um, patience, um, it shows our really our real motive. Oh, you
1: that's know? good, that's good.
0: Patience shows the, show you the true you, mm. amen. And it, it shows, um, because if you're really willing to wait for something, you're willing to endure mm. um, until you get it, amen, um, first of all, you'll value it. That's going to be number one. You'll know that's something that you value. You know, again, I want to just bring about Rachel and Jacob. I mean, he waited 14 years. He said, I've I seen her. I wanted her. I mean, he, he, he worked for her yeah. for seven years. Yeah. He didn't get her. He got tricked. And he said, you know what, I love her so much, I'm going to still wait on her. Wow. I worked seven more years for her because I love her. Amen. And so that was some patience. That was that, that was a lot of patience because he could have took Leah and went on about his business because he had already worked seven long years. But he said, I love this woman. So I'm going to wait. I'm, I'm going to wait for her. And so he waited another seven years. And so, you know, being patient. And you know what I love about it, even even in the midst of all of that, just seeing, you know, Jacob just as being a man of patience and knowing, you know what, I'm going to be so patient that I'm going to make sure that I don't violate the word of God because I love God. Mm. Amen. And I love this woman. Amen. So I'm going to be patient and wait. And I'm not going to allow her to violate God's word. And I'm not going to violate God's word. Amen. I'm going to be patient and wait on it and until and, and my day comes. Mm. Amen. When she becomes my bride. And so he waited 14 years so that he could know her. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And that's love. You know what I'm saying? That's love. Um, even when you talk about a parent, you know, being up with a child, being with a child, you know, working it out, being there for hours, just yeah. Yeah. being yeah. patient because you want your child to understand, yeah. Yeah. understand. And sometimes, you know, as parents, I mean, we have to show that's that's quality time. Yeah. Amen. You know, sometimes we want to have these, we, ha- we have these microwave relationships mm. when it comes to, you know, just even not just parenting children, but also sometimes our friendships. Yeah. You know, that's a microwave because we don't have the patience and we don't have the time to really get to know one another and learn one another in and out and to be patient even with each other's flaws, mm-hmm. to be patient with one enough and with them growing in love. No. Amen. Amen. <laughs> you know, they can have some flaws that, Amen. you know, hey, that just might not be so culture, may not just be so cool. But understanding, you know what, out of love, I'm going to stick right here with you in your mess. I'm going to stick right here with you with your trials and tribulations. I'm going to be patient with you just like God is being patient with you because yeah, he yeah. loved you. He's still walking with you. He said, I'm not never going to leave you or forsake you because I love you unconditionally. And we have to become a people to stick with one another, even in our shortfalls, even with our shortcomings. And say, you know what, brother, my sister, I'm going to love you through this. Mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you out through this. Amen. And being a people, you know, um, and we'll talk about it later I'm going to pass this, but I will definitely talk back about it. Being a people that, you know, when others are not really developed in love, you know, sometimes when you're loving people, you'll get rejected.
1: Yes, yes, you will. But you
0: still got to be able to love people through the rejection.
1: Amen, amen. Amen. In
0: amen. spite of, because you see the underlying. Things that are, that are taking place, all, even down to the spiritual warfare. Y'all know I love spiritual warfare. Even all the way down to the spiritual warfare uh, and the, the root of the issue and being able to see that and just love them through it all, love, it through it. love them through it patiently. Amen. Without any motive. Over to you, Pastor Sharon. You know, uh, Pastor D, I was thinking
2: about the scripture in Colossians, the first chapter and the uh, 11th verse where Paul was uh, talking to the, uh, the church at Colossians. And uh, the 11th verse, it says, To be strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power, unto all patience and longsuffering with joyfulness. And so in the Word of God, the Word of God is teaching us how to go through this longsuffering with joyfulness how to go through being patient with joyfulness. He's given us instructions on how to do this, you know, that we don't do it grudgingly, <laughs> that we don't do it, you know, uh, with an attitude.
3: Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, because
2: we can go oh, do yeah, some stuff. Yeah, we can yeah. suffer long, and we can have an attitude about
3: it. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you
2: know I've been suffering this. And I've been going through this, and, and this didn't happen, and that didn't happen. But the word of God says to do it with joyfulness. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, Apostle, to do it with joyfulness. I mean, He's telling us, and if we don't do it His way, it don't work. We have to keep going over the same test over and over and over again until we perfect and do what He do it the way He tells us to do it. We gotta do it God's way. We gotta do it God's way. If we don't do it God's way, we won't succeed. We'll fail the test. Amen. 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 Amen.
1: <laughs> I, I, you know, that's shouting news right there. That <laughs> yeah, that's that's a praise break right there. Yeah. Uh, you was you was saying that, and as Pastor Duronshay was talking, I I saw a vision.
2: Uh huh. Okay, then.
1: I saw a vision. It, it was and. And I, I, as I was hearing you and seeing what God had before me, uh, I began to think about Jesus loving us, mm-hmm. being long suffering with us. Uh, how many times have we been fell down, but He keep loving us? How many times, Lord, I, I, I'm gonna stop it this time. I, I ain't gonna do it no more. You, you know those those offers that we offer up. Well, God, if you just let me out of this this time, I, I, I won't go back or I won't say it like that. I, I, I'm going to do, do better next time. But through the long suffering, he still don't withhold anything from us. Now, you know, as being parents, you know, we, we want to get on our children. But, you know, if you do this, you do that. I'll give you this. I'll give you that. But Christ loved us so much. And he's long. So, even now. Because there's none righteous. No, not one. And when I think about that, and, and I thought, it, I said, oh, my God, how many times do we fall? How many times do we stumble? But he's still long suffering. The good work that I started in you. Because he said we're going to rejoice. While, in, in our long suffering, we're supposed to rejoice. We've we got to be patient. And he never stopped being patient with us. He never stopped rewarding us. Even when we stumble and we, we fall, he pats us on the back. long as we cry and say, forgive us, he shakes us. Up and, Get this. We don't have to start all over. <laughs> he don't make us go back to the very beginning. He said, start right now. I love you for right now. I love you for who you are. I see the greatness. I, I, I died so that you could come home. So in the long suffering, knowing that, no matter what what I do, I gotta remember i somebody's being long suffering with me, God is being long suffering with us so when 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 i when I saw that beat, I thought, oh my God, please help me, oh God I got to bear with somebody else, so I know you band with me. What do you think about that Pastor i <laughs>
0: I'm just sitting over here, and I'm just laughing because I know. You know, people yeah, got to have some serious patience <laughs> with me. <laughs> My God. My God. <laughs> Ooh, we got to have some serious patience sometimes with me. Amen. Because I, I am who I am. <laughs> God's beloved. <laughs> to the one and only. Amen. Glory to God. But I was thinking about this thing, patience. And, you know, as you were talking, and I know we've been talking about being patient with other people and being patient with one another. But I think something that would help us cultivate that patience with other people is learn to be patient with ourselves. Amen. Um, learn to be patient with ourselves. When we learn to be patient with ourselves, then we can learn to be patient with other people. I mean, sometimes, you know, we get frustrated with ourselves when, you know, things just don't go the way we want it to go or we didn't grab something the way uh, we thought we should have grabbed it. You know what? It's It's okay. You know, it's okay if things just do not, you know, manifest perfectly the way you wanted to do the first time. Amen. You know, maybe there's something in there for the second go around that God really wants you to pay attention to, or God really wants you to grab that you wouldn't have got the first time go the first um, go around if you had it if you had got it then. Mm. So just learn to be patient with yourself, loving yourself enough to be patient with your shortcomings, you know what I'm saying, being being patient, you know what I'm saying, with yourself even when you fall, knowing that he that started a good work yes.
1: my God, in you, my God.
0: amen, he shall complete it, amen, knowing that he's going to do a thing, amen. And I think sometimes we're not patient with ourselves because we're trying to do it. Amen. Yeah,
1: very good. Very we're very good. trying to
0: do it. And we got to allow the love of God. Amen. Yes, yes. To perfect that thing inside of us. And I, just, and I believe that's why patience has to have its perfect work. You know, not just for us to work with other people, but also for us to be cultivated into who it is that God has called us to be. Awesome. Amen. Patience. I mean, this patience, this long-suffering, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a very powerful um, word or skill set yes.
3: yeah. to cultivate,
0: yeah. you know, in our lives. And if it was, and if it would just start with us being patient with ourselves, Amen. Being patient with ourselves, mimicking the Father. If He, say, if he is patient with you, then why can't you be patient with yourself? You know, you we know, go sometimes and we ask God for forgiveness. He's forgiven us, but we still caught up in what we have done. You don't you wash your face, clean. You a little, are little, free to him. you, you have been reconciled with God. But in your mind, there's a storm. You. You because you're not patient. You. you are
3: sovereign. You. you are, you are my God. He will be, he will be a a So while you were taking away people, so you will I'm to see a Gracious. Also, share it on your Get on You are my friend. You are my God.
0: on your social media, your platform. We do want to just welcome everybody back to In The Church as we are still discovering love in the church. We're in part two, amen, of discovering love in the church, and we're just having a great time just diving in the word of God. So I do want to thank you and, um, for your love and for your support and just um, for your continuation of just sharing the information and just joining us in the church. And also remember that you can call in, in the church, amen, um, with your comments, with your questions, by dialing 404-300-3925. We look forward to hearing from you. We will also take prayer requests right here in the church. We would love to hear your comments and questions, amen, um, that you may have in discovering love in the church, amen. If you have a, uh, a situation that you want to discuss, we're here to discuss it with you um, as we're discovering love in the church. So welcome, welcome, welcome. We want to just welcome you from all the, around the world. And we thank God um, for being able to be in your presence and having an ear to hear the spirit of the true living God um, in the church. Amen. As we're discovering love, we left out with patience. Being patient, um, almost, being patient with ourselves, being patient. Um, with other people is where we left off, you know, in the church. And as we're discovering I suggest, you know, be like God. Amen. As we're made in his image and we're made in his likeness, how to be imitators of God. And we were talking about, um, I think we left, we were talking about, you know, when God forgives us, um, our say is clean, but for some reason, sometimes we hold on to it because we're not patient with ourselves. Um, glory to God. Um, but what do you think about that,
1: Brother Patrick? Well, there again, being patient and uh, truly understanding when God forgives you or Christ forgives you, it goes into the sea of forgetting. And he forget it and he doesn't think about it anymore. It, it, it's gone. It, it doesn't exist. So as a whole or as an independent person, we really need to stop and, and really. Analyze or look at ourselves. You know, Lord, teach me how to forgive myself. Once, uh, once I ask for forgiveness, teach me how to uh, be patient with myself, so that Your perfect work can actually show up in me, that I can actually see it. You know, uh, a lot of times uh, we're not like you said. We're not patient with ourselves. We are our worst own enemy. Because uh, Satan is not using any new tactics. Mm-hmm. He's just using your very own self, uh, uh, your own thoughts. Uh, you know, I should have, could have, would have. But uh, if we really just stop and just let the word of God be what it is, He says, uh, if you if you
2: confess,
1: I would, op- you know, I will openly forgive you. You know, and and I would reward you. You know, uh, if you just be yourself. You know, so many times we 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 want to be like somebody else, or, or we don't really stop to acknowledge Christ for who he is and what he has done in our lives, to really let him do the healing and be patient and, and let the healing come forth so that we can, in return, love others. So I, uh, just thinking about that, that, that's what crosses my mind. Uh, Pastor Sharon?
2: Thank you, Lord. You know, I, I as uh, we were talking, I was thinking about uh, the scripture in Isaiah forty three eighteen and 19 where the Word of God tells us, it says, Remember not the former things, neither consider the things of old. For behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. And I and I thought about a lot of times when you're talking about uh, letting things go and forgiving yourself, it's those memories mm. of those things that maybe you've done or things that have been done to you that keep playing in our mind, you know, and that's why the Word of God tells us to think on these things, you know, once everything is pure, if it have any virtue and if it have any praise, to think on these things. And we have to, you know, because uh, the battlefield, like George Myers' book, <laughs> the battlefield is in the mind, you know, the way I'm thinking and everything. So we gotta, we got to get into the Word of God, and we got to see what the Word of God says about us. About what he says about us. And that's what we got to speak. That's what we got to declare and decree upon our own lives. What he says about us. You know, and when we continue to do that, make that a a, a, a ritual. You know, make it a something that you do where you meditate on it, like the word of God says. You meditate on that word and what he says about us, about you. The word of God says, You'll, you'll have good success. Your, your way will be prosperous, and you'll have good success. You'll be able to to go on. Amen. Because a lot of the, the past hinders us. Amen. But, you know, I was also thinking about this scripture here in uh, Second Peter. Um, this is one of my favorite scriptures. But it talks about patience. It talks about love, and it talks about faith and, and virtue. And it says, it says, and if these things be in you, charity, brotherly kindness, love, and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then verse 9 says, but he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and have forgotten that he was purged. From his old sins, And then the next verse, it says, Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. But if you do these things, My God. you should never fall. My God. Amen. So this, this is what the Word of God says. He says, if you do these things, if you do the things that I have put in the Word of God, if you have love, if you have patience, you do this thing the way I tell you to do it, you're going to fall. you going to be
0: fruitful, and you're going to be barren. Amen, Pastor D. Amen. Glory to God. I love that, being fruitful and um, that you would neither be barren or uh, nor unfruit, uh, un, uh, unfruitful. You know, and I was, you know, as you guys were talking, you know, I'm sitting over here and I'm just, having a dialogue with God, you know. Oh, God. And I'm like, okay, God, you you when you forgive us, you throw it in the sea as far as the east and the west and remember it no more. And so I said, okay, God, I need a sea. <laughs>
3: oh,
0: that's good, that's good. Okay. <laughs> I said, you, you know, not just I need a sea. I was talking to him for y'all, too. You know my what God. I'm saying? I ain't selfish with this thing. <laughs> but I said, God, we need a sea. And so I, uh, you know, I just pulled up the map for the world. And so he said, "You got? I gave you some seas, My God, some seas. <laughs> right?" He said, "He said you got the Pacific Ocean up uh, over that up uh, across from you, and you got the Atlantic Ocean. You know, Amen. Which way you want to throw it? My God. <laughs> Which way you want to throw it? So said you could throw it as far as the east or the west, and remember it no more. You know, even for yours." Amen. And glory to God. So I just got real excited. I said, okay. Uh, you know, so when I do a thing, God, okay, amen, I come for forgiveness. You're throwing it in the sea. Okay, I'm throwing it either into the Atlantic or Pacific. So y'all figure out what ocean is to the right and to the left of you so you know which ocean they don't, he has given you to throw your sins in and remember them no more. Amen. But then the woman of God, she came with the Isaiah of 43, and talking about a new thing in spring and springing forth. And then what came to my mind, because since he's given the sea, you know, he's given us a sea, amen, um, he comes back with spring and forth. He's doing a new thing. Will you perceive it? Um, it's that I even make a road in the wilderness, a river in the desert. Yes. Okay. Amen. And it just it comes along with that no bearing. Even in the places where um, you may have been bearing, amen, well, you can be patient with yourself, mm. and you can see what God is bringing forth in your life. Amen. Where you are barren, he will begin to spring forth water. Amen. Spring forth a river of life. And so, therefore, you can be fruitful. Amen. Where you are bearing water, streams of water will come forth so that the land can be productive. Amen. Your heart can be productive. Amen. So that you can love Someone else. Amen. You know, when I think about bearing and I'm thinking about love, I just think about hate and malice. Amen. I think about, you know, envy mm-hmm. and, and jealousy. I think about those being bearing grounds. Why? Because it's not fruitful. Those particular errors in our lives, they're not fruitful. So they're considered to be bearing. But when I can spring forth love, yeah. then I, when I can spring forth love, I can produce righteousness. Amen. I can produce kindness. I can produce patience. Amen, and and, and things of that nature. I can begin to produce the Word of God itself in my life, uh, for my life and for the lives of other people as well. What do you think about that, Brother Patrick?
1: Uh, Just concentrating on what you were saying and listening at the scriptures that was read uh, brings me to a thought that... uh, some things we got to put in them. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll practice all kind of things and uh, uh, we'll do all kind of things, uh, rituals or tradition. But the words say, you know, if if we don't have these things, you know, think on these things. But find yourself meditating, Mm -hmm. getting to know God's Word so that you can get the full manifestation of them. The fullness, he said, I come that you may have life and that more abundantly, you know and and that's that love I came that you would have love because I sent love, and I want you to have it and that more abundantly, meaning you know out of the uh, uh, there, there, there's a song that says i've got a river of life flowing out of me you know i i I, I stop to think about if I have that river of life that Life is love. In that desert, when he brings forth a spring, spring is is water. Water is life. And in life, there's nothing but prosperity. So I I begin to think about that, you know, uh, find ourselves, you know, I don't care what we're going through, the situation or the circumstance, find yourself in a place that you can ask for forgiveness, knowing that I've been forgave. And then on top of that, let no man, not even your own self, condemn you. You know, because God said, whom I set free is free indeed. You know, and and looking at that uh, and thinking about that, you know, these are the things that we got to practice. Like she said, there's a war. Paul said, I war within myself, my bodies, my members. You you know, when I would want to do good, evil is always present. So knowing that I'm shaped in iniquity, I have a Savior who sent the Holy Ghost that will keep me, lead, and guide me. You know, this is this love that he's talking about, to be patient with yourself, to be long-suffering with yourself as well as others. So I believe that we begin to uh, practice these things. we, 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 We don't have time to be barren or without because love causes it says it hides a multitude of faults, but then it also free you so that you can love others, so we can continue to bring life. Pastor D.
0: Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I'm I'm here and just browsing over Romans five, My God. My God. <laughs> and so i uh, browsing over Romans five here, and we're talking about. And starting at verse one, it said, "Therefore, being justified by faith, mm. we have peace with God." through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulation. Also knowing that tribulation worketh patience. Hallelujah. <laughs> and patience, experience. And experience, hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Amen. amen. Glory to amen. God. Thank amen. you, Jesus. And, you know, as I was browsing it, I was just looking at it, you know, it was just uh, saying to me, amen, that, you know, we're going to have some troubles and tribulations, you know, with one another. We're not going to always. You know agree with one another and we're not supposed to because there's some patience yeah, that yeah. needs to be worked out yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying in our lives there's some characteristics that need to be you know developed in our life we need to get some experience uh-huh. amen we need to get some experience so that we can grow in love and if we don't if we don't suffer
3: uh-huh.
0: through some things amen it, we don't have the that we need to cultivate the spirit of patience, amen, within our lives, that fruit of the Spirit, amen, that he gives unto us. Uh, glory to God. You know, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. What do you think about that, Pastor Sharon? You know, I, I was thinking when you were talking about the suffering,
2: I just went on over to Psalms 119. <laughs>
1: say the word, say the word, say
2: the word. Amen. With With, uh with, um uh, David was saying, he said it was good that I was afflicted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He said it was a good thing that, <laughs> right. that I was afflicted because I learned your ways and your statutes. Mm-hmm. You know, all through this, Psalms 119, it talks about affliction, mm-hmm. how this is my comfort in my affliction, for thy word hath quickened me. Thy word hath made me alive. It's something about the word of God I was thinking about even when you were speaking how the Word of God washes you. You know, even when you feel like you still got sin in you. If you begin to get in the Word of God, the Word of God will begin to wash you. It'll begin to clean you all up. Because the Word is a lie. Yes,
3: it is. I mean, the Word
2: is power in the Word. (laughs) It's power in the Word. This Word here is a lie. And when you begin to get in the Word, the Word, I mean, just begin to do a work inside of you. It just it just cleans you. It purifies you. The Word of God says it, it, it said the washing of, 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 of you by the Word. It'll just wash you. The Word of God sanctifies you. You know, it makes you holy. This Word right here, it makes you holy. So if we are having difficulties in our life, if we're going through struggles and we're going through things that it seems like we can't get past it or we can't get the victory. Just get in the Word of God because the Word of God is God. This is him himself. This is Jesus. Yes, is. The Word of God says that Jesus is the Word, and he was made in the flesh. And, 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 and this Word right here is a It's a light to your path. Yes. It's, it's a lie. This Word would not return void, but it would do what it was sent to accomplish, this thing is real, people of God. This thing is real. This ain't no joke. This thing is real. This word is, is real. This is the word of God. Hallelujah. And if you begin to take it and just partake of it Hallelujah. and eat of it, the word of God Hallelujah. says it, 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 it's, it's going to be good to you. It's going to make you satisfied. You're going to be satisfied. The longing, the hunger that you have, this word will satisfy you. But you got to partake of it. You my got God. to eat the whole room Amen. Amen. What you, what you think, Pastor D, about this? Girl, I'm telling you, this
0: thing is real. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: my God, my God. Amen. You look. you You're talking about this food right here. And I'm, I was trying to grab David. <laughs> Amen. I was trying to find David over here in the scriptures when he said that, you know, he forgot to eat his food. Oh, my God. And because cause he forgot to eat his food, he got sick. And well. so he wasn't talking about a natural food, he was talking about a spiritual food. Mm-hmm. Amen. And he was talking about, you know, what he was just really saying, God, you know, I hadn't spent my time with you. I you know, I, I missed um ha- you know, making love with you today. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And because Hallelujah. of that Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I didn't get my daily portion. <laughs>
3: Word
0: of God, the Word of God. <laughs> because I did not get my daily portion on, you know, I didn't get my daily portion. You know, I'm I'm sick. Oh, I'm I'm sick, Amen. And um and because I'm I'm sick, I'm weak. Oh. Because I'm sick, I'm weak. And so that's why it's important that we eat the Word of God and that we spend time, you know, what I'm saying, with God. And we come and we get that daily portion where we're praying and we're meditating um, before God. And um, we have our dialogue, you know, with God. And we spend time studying in the scripture, the word of truth, so that we can learn God's characteristics. We can learn who he is. Amen. Um, And we can learn ourselves. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. So that when we eat, we can be satisfied. When we go out in the land, you know what I'm saying, we can be satisfied. We won't have to be looking for Love in all the wrong places. Hallelujah. Amen. We won't have to look for love in all the wrong places. Glory to God. We can look for. You know, we don't have to look for it because we already know it's here. You know, it's, it's uh. with us. And so, you know, even with that, you know, it makes me think about the woman who had the ten coins. Okay. Mm. Who um who lost um she lost one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when she lost one of them, she immediately felt empty. You know, she was like, I'm not complete here. Right, amen. Right, right. And so it caused her to go on a search. Amen. And as she went on the search, amen, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, she had to, as she went on the search, she had to, um, she had to go clean up some stuff. Mm-hmm. First of all, she had to turn on the light. Ah, the word of God. <laughs> hey, he, he took, came in a void place and he said, let there be light.
3: Amen. <laughs>
0: he said, let there be light. And so when the light, she turned on the light, then she began to clean up some things after she turned on the light, because she was able to effectively search, because then she could see My God. when she turned on the light. So she didn't have to be all in the dark into every old type Ooh. of thing that it cause you to have a wound here and a stretch there. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, at this time. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to just, um, what do you think about that, Pastor Sharon?
2: You know what, that, that's just powerful. And you know, I just looked down here in my Bible, Psalms 119, because I've still got my Bible. And it says, how sweet are thy words unto my taste. Yeah, you, you are, are my God. God. Oh, oh, I'm going to But I'm going to leave you with that thought that the word of God is sweet. It's sweeter than honey to my mouth. You know, call a neighbor, call a friend, uh, and tell them that we we are here in the church, and we on break right now, but we'll be back. If you have any comments, you have a prayer request, or you have a question that you'd like to ask, call us on 404-303.
3: i mm-hmm. My
2: Welcome back to End of Church Broadcast, where God is moving by his spirit. Hallelujah. I mean, there's some things going on in the studio. Hallelujah. I mean, the, the power of God is just moving in this place. Hallelujah. Remember to call in if you have a question, a comment, or you have a prayer request. 404-300-3925. Amen. And I'm going to return to that scripture that I was reading in uh, Psalms 119 and 103. How sweet are the words unto my taste. Mm. (laughs) Yes, sweeter than honey to my mouth. I mean, that just excites me. That the word of God is so good. It's sweeter than honey. I can't think of nothing more sweeter than honey. The word of God is good. It is so good. And just, just, I'm just, uh, just encouraging you to just taste, just Mm. taste and see (laughs) that the the Lord is good. And this is his word. Just taste and see. Amen. He is good. Amen. Everything we need. Is in God. Everything we have need of, our healing, our deliverance, our be made be made whole is all in God. Amen. So we gonna continue back at First Corinthians, chapter thirteen and verse four. We just read about charity. Suffers long, and the Word of God said, and it is kind. It's kind. I mean, it's gentle. It's kind. It's it's not harmful. It's It don't hurt you. Love not supposed to hurt. Love is Mm. kind. It's supposed Mm. to be gentle. It's supposed to build you up, encourage you, make you better. It's supposed to make you better. So, amen, we're going to talk about that, uh, uh, Pastor D, how love is
0: kind. Amen. Proverbs 3 and 3 says, um, do not let kindness and truth leave you. Find them around your neck. Write them on the tablets of your." And so, when we look at love from an aspect of being kind, amen. Let's just, in a nutshell, just being nice to your brothers, amen. Mm -hmm. Being nice to your sister, amen. Being being a nice neighbor, amen. Um, you can do acts of kindness. Mm -hmm. Smile at somebody. That's an that's an act of kindness. Give somebody a hug. Speak an encouraging word into somebody's life. That's an act you know, of kindness. buy somebody a meal or, you know, or something. That's an act of kindness. Hey, will your enemy treat you wrong? Amen. Are you feel in need? Feel the need. Just meet the need. Meet whatever need that is before, that is in your means to meet, that is before you. Do an act of kindness because God surely will reward you for the kindness that you that we show with one another. You find somebody who needs some clothes, clothe them. Amen. Somebody that needs some food, and you have the means, feed them. Amen. You know, glory to God. You know, go and build, um, um, visit uh, a an elderly center and and go there and be an encouraging light to them. Go go to the place of wisdom, amen. <laughs> the elderly home and just sit before them, sit at their feet, and, and grab some wisdom, amen. But at the same time. Get, uh, be a companion, you know what I'm saying, unto them. Because sometimes, you know, they get lonely because they're there by themselves. Just an act of kindness. And at the same time, while you're being kind to them, um, when they can have companionship and they know that somebody loves, at the same time, they can be pouring wisdom into your life. Because, I mean, hey, man, they've been here long enough to know some things. Um, Glory to God. You know, thank you, Jesus. Brother Patrick, what do you um think about um kindness? What does God placed in your heart?
1: Well, when... When I think about the word uh, kind, uh, one word sticks out uh, uh, above all to me, and that's being useful. Mm. Um, so many times, people are not being useful to one another. It's uh, it's 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 not that they don't put it on, should I say? Because it says uh, take and write these upon your your write them upon your tongue, put them in your mind to be kind, you know, to be useful. Uh, We need to find ourselves in that place. You know, do it because it needs to be done, Uh, a kindful deed. You know, when you do these things, you you are greatly rewarded. You know, God was kind that he sent Christ. Christ was kind enough to come down because he could have told the Father, I'm not going. You know that you know I don't I don't need to. I, we okay. We're good up here. You know they don't have to come back. You know, uh, but out of the kindness and out of the love that he had, shared for us and had for us, uh, being useful. How many people really are useful nowadays? You know to 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 make make yourself useful. You know, so many times we pass on other things for other people to do, but. Are you useful towards someone else? Can someone else look at you and you see them and, and, and you meet a need? Just because of who you are, just because you know it's there, that you become useful. You know, do you need anything? How many times do people really honestly ask, do you really need anything? And they really mean it. I mean, I mean seriously, from the heart, where they would honestly go out to meet the need. That's so vitally important in the body of Christ, especially with your elderly. Even with your young people today, you have so many single-parent homes that you have men and women that could be useful towards one another to raise the village, to raise the children, to be helpful. You know, what hurt or what harm? You, you need me to go to the store? Uh, do you need a loaf of bread? just this an act of kindness he's saying write it on our tongue put it in our mind you know these are things that are vitally important that we really need to look at uh, so that's what comes to, to my mind being useful in today's time uh like never before because no one wants to be useful anymore mm. so what i mean that's what that's what sticks out to me pastor amen
0: you know, glory to God. I was just in here thinking, you know, Saturday I got a phone call in, and, and the phone call it went something like this. It said, you know,
2: you always doing stuff for people,
0: and he and um the person said, you always doing stuff for people, so I'm gonna do something nice for you. Yeah, you, you wanna go have a bite to eat, <laughs> so that you can relax your mind, so you can just take your mind away from, you know, things for a moment. That was an act of kindness, you know. Someone noticed, you know, um all that you do. Amen. And um, and and they had a got, had to impress it on their heart. Say, let's go and take your mind off everything because you do so much. You be over here, over there, and doing everything for everybody. Amen. You don't get Amen. the opportunity to, um, to what you do for yourself, or do other people, even those that you do for.
3: Amen. You
0: know, do um, they don't even call and say, let me do something oh, for oh, you. Yeah. Well, he meant as much as you pour into them, amen. Um, and so that that was an act of kindness, you know. That was an act of kindness, and you know, and that was love, amen. That that was love. That that was that was really love, amen. I was just, I mean, that just came across uh, across my mind. But you write the word usefulness. We so have to be usefulness in the body, Pastor Sharon. I'm gonna throw this at you. Um, love does not envy. envy what other people have or what they're
2: doing, uh, you know, say, for instance, if somebody's ministering, uh, <laughs> you know, love don't say that. Well. I don't know what they're doing. You know, negative stuff, you know, but love say, you know, I just, I just pray for them and bless them that they will even be better and greater. Mm-hmm. Amen. And so when you begin to do that, God begin to do something. In you. Amen. When you begin to bless your neighbor and love your neighbor as yourself, God begin to do something in you.
3: Amen.
2: You know, I, I thought about how when you was talking about being useful, youth, youth, and I thought about how God commanded us, and he said to be fruitful. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: You know, to bear many fruit, to be fruit. We're supposed to always be multiplying, always supposed to be giving ourselves, you know, unselfishly. To whatever need it is, not expecting anything back in return. Amen. You know, and sometimes we, you know, we think that the people that we help, you know, we think they're gonna uh, uh, say some kind words, they're gonna do something <laughs> special for us. But a lot of times it don't be there. Amen. You know, be somebody who you least expect. You know, that'll take you out the lunch. Not you nothing. know, that'll do something special for you. You know. So we, we
0: whatever we do, we got to do from our heart. Amen. Amen. I was just about to throw that out. You know, when you do something <laughs> for people, pay attention. We're <laughs> in school right now. <laughs> when you do something for people, you do not do it with the expectation of something in return. That's not love. If you do it with the expectation with something in return, you're doing it with a hidden motive. Or a hidden agenda, and that's not love. Love does not have a hidden agenda. They just love does it just because. Love does it just because. Love does not have a hidden agenda. So even when we're doing acts of kindness, we do not um, we do not do what we do because we expect something in return. Amen. Um, we have to make sure if it, when it's genuine love or it's a genuine act of kindness, it comes with no motive. If you have a motive behind it, then it's not love. It's not that which is pure. Amen. Um, you you come in a form of a um, a superficial love. That's a form of a superficial love because you have a motive. You have your own agenda. At that point, you're self-seeking. Amen. And the word declares that love is not self-seeking. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So at this time, I want to just talk about um, love that is, Um, does not puff up itself. Mm -hmm. Amen. A love that does not puff up itself or promote itself. Mm -hmm. You know, glory to God. You know, thank you, Jesus. And um, Philippians two and three says this: It said, "In humility, consider others as more important than yourself." Amen. So, a love that is not prideful Mm -hmm. or consider itself to be above others. Ooh, ooh. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just thinking about the body, I'm thinking about the church <laughs> You know, you go in the church You know, and we have all these, you know I'm apostle this And I'm prophetess that Or <laughs> I'm pastor so and so you, And you, you speak as if you're just so above the people You know, Amen. sometimes you can't, you can't even the, the people, the people They can't speak to you, can't, they can't talk to you They can't get around you because you're so guarded as if you are God, <laughs> um, you know, because you just, you know, sometimes they think they just have, they are just above other people. When we're all human, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're all Amen. the same. We put on our clothes the same way. You know what I'm saying? If 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 you cut, if if you get cut and I get cut, you know we all gonna bleed the same way. Um, so we cannot let our titles, we cannot let our education, we cannot let our economical status, you know, cause us to. Feel that we are above other people where we're puffed up, you know, with ourselves where pride is just so beyond us. Because we know that whether it's pride, the destruction is sure to follow. You know, amen. Um, what do you think about that, Apostle?
1: Um, as you were speaking about being puffed up in, in the pride, uh, just so many things flooded my mind. Because in, in today's time, we, we, we see all these evangelists. And and uh, everybody, just just people of different part of the fivefold, and those that are not a part of the fivefold, uh, just administration in the body of Christ that have puffed themselves up, as you say, uh, a title. You know, uh, Christ uh, made a clear example uh, the day of, of 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 the supper, the Last Supper, when he when he took the towel. And he washed the servant's feet, the disciple's feet, the apostle's feet. And he said, until you are able to do this, this is the greatest thing to serve. You know, and so many times we look at today's society and what's going on in the church. Uh, You know, I got my armor bear. I got uh, this team, that team. And... You know, everybody's puffed up. You know, no one is a servant anymore. You know, uh, days of old, uh, you could shake the pastor's hand. You didn't need a, a, a an appointment. You didn't have to email him or, 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 or put it on voicemail and wait for the return. You know, so I, I, I stopped to think about, you know, being puffed up to, to, to remind myself, God wasn't puffed up when Jesus came to get him and I appreciate
0: that. Because
1: Jesus could have been puffed up and said, hey, we're good. We're here. We're in heaven. We don't, we don't need that. We, you know." But, but because of his love for us, stepped down and took on the form of man and did it in such a way that he didn't even break the law. Mm-hmm. But he came that it may be fulfilled. That, that's some seriousness without being puffed up because after all, he was well God. Now, if anybody could have been puffed up, it could have been Jesus. It Amen. should have been Jesus. But in all that, he still didn't. So he never overlooked us. He never uh, not thought about us first because, there again, when you are puffed up, it's all about you. It's about what you can do, what can be done for you, what you want to do for the people. It ain't even what God has given me to give to his people. But what I want to give God's people, you know, and, I, and so when I think about being puffed up, I, I, it really touches me and grabs me because I'm like so many days I look at people from day to day, in and out of services from Sunday to Sunday, Saturday to Saturday, you know, uh, puffed up people, you know, not realizing it's bringing on pride, it's bringing on destruction. And we need to always remind ourselves Let's not watch our steps, watch our actions, so that at, at no time should we feel or should think that we are puffed up. But I am a servant who loves serving because God served us. So, I mean, that, that's that's what really, really crossed my mind. That, you know, love is not puffed up. You know, Apostle, I, as you were
2: uh, talking about that, being puffed up, I thought about even the... the uh what was right before that, it said, "Vaulted it, not itself. And then my Bible says, does not push itself forward. Mm. You know, and I thought about, uh, I went over to the scripture in Psalm 75 where it says, for promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge. He put it down one and he mm. set it up another. You know, and I got to, and I thought about how God hates pride. Mm-hmm. He yeah. said, "I hate it." He said, "A proud look and all that." He said, "I hate pride." He said, "Pride belongs to me." That's what he said. The fact that mm-hmm. represents pride, he said, that belongs to me. I hate pride. You know, and I think about the people that's even in the body of Christ who want to exalt themselves. Mm-hmm. You so know, who 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 wants to who who who, who I. You know, sometimes I ask people, I said, you know, well, when did God tell you you were such and such a pastor? When did God tell you you were this? They just calling themselves different titles and just to exalt themselves to make it like they're so big and they're so this and the other, you know. But the word of God says, God bring forth the promotion. Yes, he yes, do it. Yes. He promotion comes from God. And we don't have to promote ourselves we don't have to push ourselves up all we got to do is just rest and do in. the work amen. Just, and do the work do the work the work will prove work whatever me. you call for is mm-hmm. amen the work will prove what your title is the work is going to prove everything amen. amen amen you
0: know what <laughs> amen glory to god you know i know we've been you know jabbing at the five Minister, <laughs> yes, but yes. I just want to talk about the regular layman, you know, when somebody come into the church, in the church, that is not, that don't look like you, that's not dressed like you,
3: yes, you know, yes.
0: amen, you know, we get those, you know, because we think we all that in a bag of chips, you know, we, we get, um we can have some very nasty demeanor and yes. characters, and we can make people feel unloved and unwanted mm-hmm. amen so we have to we have to check ourselves we have to check ourselves from the pulpit to the back door all the way to the ursher we have to check ourselves when people come when people come to that door i don't care what they have on what they look like what they smelling like they need to feel as if they're important yeah. amen. they need to amen. feel the love from the moment yeah. they hit the ground in the church to the moment that they leave leave the church. I mean, the Ursa should be greeting them with love. The members of the church should be greeting them with love. So with love and kindness, will I draw thee? Amen. Hey, if you don't like what I have on this Sunday, meet me at the church next Sunday or someday during the week with something in your hands. Amen. Amen. So that I can be dressed appropriately the next Sunday. <laughs> well, 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 well,
1: just by you saying that, uh, oh, praise God, praise God. <laughs> I, I, I mean I mean let <laughs> me tell you something. <laughs> when I when I just just those words, when we being cuffed up, first let's remember you walked through those doors. Mm-hmm. You wasn't wearing what someone thought you should be wearing. You came through those doors with a look that that didn't satisfy someone else. So I, I, I tend to think when we, we When we get so holy than thou, from the back door to the front door to the ursha pews to all the way to the pulpit, we must remember we all are servants. He said, I make you the fishermen of men. Now, when you go fishing, I want to know how many fish in the sea. Mm -hmm. You use one bait, but you can catch a many. Mm
3: -hmm. So
1: when we're entering into God's house, we need to bear it in mind that we are fishermen are men. We are in the sea. Mm-hmm. And God has brought us into one place and one spot at one time to do nothing else but to worship and honor him. So when we look at that, we really, really need to think about that, you know, because even when we go and buy somebody something, did we ask them? We were being useful, but was we considerate? Was we being kind to see there again, that, that puffed-upness or that fake love? You know, I, I thought you needed this here. Well, who said? I'm comfortable where I'm at. This is where I'm at in my life with Christ. Help me get to the next level. Let, let, let's sit down and reason one with another. How many times do we actually share Christ where we at with each other? instead of beating and bruising of one another. I'm an apostle. You're just a pastor. Well, you're an evangelist. Well, you're not a, you're not a seer. You know, I'm the great prophet. <laughs> you know, puffed up. But how many people, because the Bible says, there's a scripture that says, be careful of who you're entertaining. Uh-huh. Because you could be entertaining angels. Unaware. So, I, I, I mean, I, I just, that, that was good right there for me because, you know, there again, you know, you walk into a lot of sanctuaries, a lot of places, and, you know, people don't smell how how you smell. People don't look how you look. But one thing you have in common, we walk in this building to do nothing else but to serve the truth and live in God. And, and you know, uh,
2: uh, Apostle, I, I was thinking about how the church is a hospital. Ah. Uh. Hmm? And I thought about when I came into the church, I was messed up. I was jacked up from the floor. <laughs>
1: Hallelujah. And
2: they were talking about me. They talked about me about probably about after the first month because my dress was tight. My but God. you know why my dress was tight? Because I used to smoke two packs of cigarettes a day. So when I gave my life to the Lord, God delivered me. And then I started eating chip a cookies. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Hallelujah.
2: So I gained a bunch of weight and I only had three dresses. Well, you know, going into the church. But I think about how that tr- how the church is a hospital. You know, it's where the sick come in to be healed, uh-huh. to be set, to be set free, Hallelujah. to be delivered. Hallelujah. You know, I re- I remember going uh being at a church and I remember I had invited this guy who was he was a he was a, hom- he was a homosexual. You know, I invited him to come to church with me. He just loved I me. Mean, he would call me all the time. And so I invited him to take the church, bring him to church. But the earth should treat him so nasty. You know, like, mm-hmm. and I think about, used to be on crack cocaine. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Amen. God did a work in you. Let God work.
1: Amen.
3: Let Amen. God work.
2: God want to clean us all up. Amen. You know, we got to come into that place mm-hmm. of, of love and love one another. You know, I don't care. We got a smell on us. You know, we, our clothes ain't right. You know, we really got to really love one another because we all trying to get healed, yeah. trying to be free, trying to be delivered. And sometimes sometime when they come in there, they don't know what to do. They don't know which way to go. You know, you got to help them. Come on, listen. Let me take you to the altar you know come on let me kneel down with you and pray Amen. come on here here hear the word here here read the word with me and then sometimes they may not can't even read the word Amen. so let me read the word to you but we got to show them love because it's God who does the work but he uses us, us people the, the teaching and the training and the train and, the, and the love he uses us Amen. so we as a body of Christ we got to continue to show love, even to those that, that seem like, even some of them be, be mad and evil.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: yes, they be yes, mean. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And we got to. kin Do you know that the word of God says love covers a multitude of sin. Of sin. Amen. Love will cover it. Mm-hmm. You know, we have real love. Even when a person is mean and ugly towards us, we can show them love. Amen. And, I mean, that's God.
0: Amen. That's God. Is, that is, that is, that is God, and that is love, and that's who we're supposed to emulate, um, Pastor Sharon. And, you know, even as, you know, as you was talking, and, you know, and I, I, I share this all the time, you know, I was driving, it, and God began to minister to me. You said the church is supposed to be the hospital, and people of God, it's time that the church is re-revived, that the church is revived back into the hospital. But I remember driving, and God said, he said that um, the church is no longer the hospital for the sick. It has become the cemetery for the dead. Ooh. And was so, and when he said that, it shook me. And, you know, he began to minister to why the church had become the cemetery for the dead. And it's just these types of things that have made the church become the cemetery for the dead. Because when people come in sick, they come in sick. And and we push them out. Or they come in sick and we're not ministering the word of truth, the word that heals and set free and deliver. And we're not wrapping our arms around people and love people. And that's another reason why people come in Sunday after Sunday, Bible study after Bible study. They come in to up and they leave out to up. Because it's so much superficial activity that's going on in the church. That's the love of God. It's not penetrating that atmosphere in such a way where souls are being set free, souls are being healed, oh. souls are being delivered. And that's from the pulpit to the back door and even in the pews. And we have to begin to be a people that cultivate the word of truth, that live out the word of truth so that when we come together in the assembly, when we come together in assembly, we're supposed to be there to edify, to encourage, to uplift one. Another, you know, not to come there and be battered and come there and be bruised and come there to be talked about, to come there to be rejected. That's not what we are there for. Amen. Glory to God. What do you think about that, Brother Patrick?
1: Well, just just what you were saying, you know, a place of uh, transformation, that real love. Mm -hmm. Because love will bring life. Mm -hmm. So when you when you said that, I I mean that just opened up a whole other door. Hallelujah on love. It really, you know, how many times can we actually go to the hospital? God, and there'll be so much love there that my healing for my body, my healing for my soul can be totally. You know, as a present ready to go on a, a break uh, those who have not please call a friend call a loved one uh the number is 404 300 come and join us in the church you may have not made it through the weekend but we are here now come and worship with us we're talking about love be back in a few Hi, welcome to Back in the Church, where we're discussing love, and we're dealing with the topic being puffed up. We wanted you to join us if possible. Um, you can always call in for a prayer request or to get in on the topic. The number is 404-300-3925. We're dealing with love being pu- being puffed up, what it is not. Uh, we was here in the art, uh, studio talking uh, with my comrades here in the Word, uh, and Pastor Sharon found us a scripture here. If you can read it for us, Pastor Sharon.
2: Amen. We're going to go down to, uh, we're still in 1 Corinthians the chapter uh, 13, but we're going to go down to verse 5 now. Uh, I mean, we, we, we was a, a long time talking about the patience and, and suffering, you know, but that was well needed. But, uh, verse 5, it says, that love does not behave itself unseemly. It seeketh not her own. It's not easily provoked, and it seeketh no evil. So just right there it says, don't behave itself unseemly. I mean, love is, is kind, is patient, and, and it don't be mean and ugly and just doing things that's unseemly. And the word of God says, it seeketh not her own. It's not seeking to please Herself to please herself. Love gives. Love is a a gives a love when you really love you give all. You give all just like we Amen. said uh, earlier. Not expecting anything back in return. Love gives. You know I think about love is God. God gave all. He gave all for us. He gave His only begotten Son that we may live. Mm-hmm. That we may have eternal life. That's love. Amen. Love don't seeketh her own. It's not, it's not, up. it's not easily provoked, the word of God says. You know, and, and sometimes, you know, when you easily provoke, you know, somebody can say something to you, you mad. Or, or somebody, you know, do something to you, you you about to shoot them and cut them and everything. Amen. That's Amen. not love. Hallelujah. The word of God says it's not easily provoked. You know, it don't get angry quick. You know, love is patient. Yes, yes, it is. Love is kind. Amen. And then the next one, it says, think if no evil. Now, that's a big one. Because love is not suspicious.
3: My God. Love
2: thinks, love thinks good about mm-hmm. a, 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 mm-hmm. a individual. Always thinking good. Mm-hmm. You know. Right right there. Amen. That's that's love, Pastor D. Yes, love it is.
0: Think yes, it's it is good. It don't think of evil. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And, and, I, and I like that. It doesn't think of evil. Mm-hmm. It doesn't think of evil. It thinks good of everybody. Love. Mm-hmm. Love. You know, I, I remember. And we can just see look at people in the way that God sees them. I remember God telling me that in my first year in coming to the Lord. you got to see people as I see them. And we can begin to see people in the eyes of God. We can love on them. We can love them in who they are in Christ Jesus, as everybody is somebody, amen, in the Lord. You know, glory to God. You know, thank you, Jesus. And it says, "Rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in truth, amen. Love doesn't rejoice in, in sin. Love doesn't rejoice in, you know, other people hurt,
2: Yeah.
0: amen. It, it does not rejoice in that. Mm-hmm. It rejoices only in the truth. Mm-hmm. Amen. And I believe that love rejoices in the truth because in the truth is where people are free. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. It is where people are free, where they're not bound. Amen. You know, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And then it says, beareth all things. Love beareth all things. Believe all things. Hopeth all things. Endure all things perfect love, pure love, no matter who it is that you encounter, no matter their characteristics, you know, no matter their behavior, no matter their shortcomings, no matter um, their downfalls, their ends or their outs, we're supposed to be able to bear it out of love. You know, I can I can bear your burden, you know, Apostle, amen. I can cover your sins, Apostle, amen, because because of love. You know, Amen. true and, and perfect love. Amen. You know, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I can, I can hope for you. Amen. My God, my God. I can hope for the glory of God to rise in your life. I can speak the best over your life, even when you're at your worst. My God. Because that's love. Amen. I can speak those things that are not and though they were because I believe for you power of God, believe the power of, the resurrecting power of God in your life, and know for it to be so. Go ahead, Apostle.
1: Just thinking about that, you know, just what what love really does, you know, it don't, it, and rather to think negative, to think positive. How many times have we been on the job and, and people have agitated us? Mm. And we want to give them what we have what a peace of mind that we we so-called have, but but it's just love don't it, it don't think no evil it, it, you know uh in spite of you know, to give them the consideration, well, maybe they're having a bad day uh, but to really meditate or even just to say, "I'm a hope for you today, I'm going to believe today, even if you don't." Uh, I see something that you don't see, and, and I'm going to hold on for you today. I'm going to pray for you today. And, and looking at that that thing that that, no matter what you're going through, love won't give up. And when we when we see the situation or we see the, it's, it's a, the word said there's a quickening. When we learn to get in a quickening state of being, we can understand and see the spirits or the anointing on each other. And other people, so that we'll so we'll even know what we're supposed to be doing as believers. So we'll know how to respond and how to act towards that situation or that person. You know, so I, I you know, that that really touched me because uh, it reminds me of situations that was taking place with me. You know what love is. You know, uh, to to really analyze it and to Hold on to what really love is and how it's supposed to be, the real attributes of love. Right now, we got a caller, and we're going to take this caller. Praise the Lord. Yes, praise God, praise God. Hello. I'm all right. How are you, How are you doing today? Praise God. Praise God.
2: I just wanted to call and congratulate y'all on your endeavor, and I pray that God will continue to bless you and um, thank God for your vision. And uh, y'all make sure you see it through.
1: Amen. Amen. I was
2: just, I was just able to kind of um, join you in your conversation. I can barely hear you.
1: Hallelujah. Hello. Hello. Hello.
2: I guess I'm lost.
1: No, we, we're still here. Thank you, and we, act, we, we petition your prayers that we continue to do a good job and do a good work so that we can you know uh, just do what's in the church so that the body of Christ can be healed you know so many times we we, we, we look at situations or we in situations that's in the church, so you know we petition that your prayers come through so that we'll be able to address them concerning the Word of God, you know a lot of times we Amen. want
3: to
1: a lot of times we want to Give our own opinion, but when we research the Word of God, he teaches and tells each and every one of us what's a, what's a, a, how to align up with him and his word so we we ask that you keep praying for us and and uh, uh keep joining us because you all are are part of in the church i mean a collective body we we're, we're in the world, but we're not of it we're we part of these believers that we are the transforming of Christ. We are the new thing. So we appreciate your call and your support. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. God bless
1: you. Amen, amen.
0: Amen, glory to God. Bless you.
1: Pastor D, you will. Were...
0: Amen, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, as you were talking about love, and, you know, I just want to shift this just a minute, you know, um, very quickly. And I want to look at Revelation um, chapter 3 and 19. And, and, and this is the Spirit of the Lord, this is Jesus talking, and he said, As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten, therefore be zealous and
3: repent.
0: And so I just want to just briefly let us briefly talk about chastisement and love, um, because, you know, the word does declare that he chastised those who he loved, and he chastised us because he wants us, when we're off on the wrong path, we get chastised or disciplined so that we can get back on the right path so that we can fulfill the very destinies that God has called out for our lives. So Pastor Sharon, I want to um to hear what do you have to say about
2: Amen. Uh I, I was just thinking about uh
0: I was I was
2: thinking about Jonah. I was thinking about Jonah and I was thinking about how Jonah was disobedient to God. And God began to chasten him. You know, he he, he uh let let the uh, the wind blow real strong and cause uh uh the boat to go through hell, you know, so they can throw Jonah overboard because wow. Jonah was 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 disobedient. God had gave him an assignment he didn't do it, so God had to chasing him, Pastor D. And so when he told, when they throw Jonah overboard the big fish was there. Mm-hmm. God still saved him. Mm-hmm. He still delivered him. You know, through whatever means God used, he still delivered him, and, and Jonah still eventually obeyed God. Amen. But he had to go through some chastisement. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we have to go through some chastisement to obey. When we're in disobedience,
0: God is chasing us, Pastor D. He will. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We just thank God because He will chastise us, yes. just because He loves us. Yes. Amen. He just wants us to be on that beacon path because He chastised us, you know, because it's when we're obedient unto the Lord that He will we get the blessings of the Lord, yes. um, God's favor, get to accompany us mm-hmm. when we are when we are. Amen, glory to God. When we are obedient unto the Lord, mm-hmm. Amen, glory to God. I'm gonna, throw, I'm gonna give it over to you, brother Patrick. Amen, for your final thoughts.
1: Praise God, praise God, praise God. We're happy that you've joined us here in the church. Uh, At this present time, if there's anyone out there that's seeking or needing prayer or just want to touch and agree, we're here in the church just for you. You know, uh, uh, call a friend, get a neighbor, get your notepads out. Whatever technology you have, come and join us. We, we don't want to leave anybody out. It's in the church where things are happening. It's our growth. It's our duty. It's our, our, our loyalty to Christ that you come in, and we come into your house, and we sup with you, and you sup with us. We here in the church are looking forward to seeing you from week to week on the different topics that God has given us to deal with in today's time. At this present time, if you have a prayer request, If you have an illness or a sickness in your body, or you just want to touch and agree, we want you to come before God right now and just know that God is the key. Know God has the answer. Know that your God is your healer, your protector. Without you, there's nothing, and nothing can be done. God made it possible for us to be our brother's keeper. Today's topics, we've been discussing love, how to really be lovers of ourselves as well as love God so that we can share it with one another, so that we can understand just who we are in Christ. So if you have any prayer requests, come and join us. Come and be with us. The doors are open. Come and join us here at the church.
0: Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. We want to thank you for joining us at the church on today, and I want to leave with this final thought. You know, I got this message from my professor, Mr. Marvin Dewan, today, and it went something like this, life is school, the soul is the student, and love is the lesson. So I want to leave us with that today, that thought, amen, that he, that he sent to me this morning, and I said, man, I'm going to have to quote that on air because I love that, amen. So let go to the school of life. And let your soul be the student and, and so that you can learn the lesson of love. We do want to... It's all about love. It's all about love. It's all about love. If you don't have love, you don't have absolutely anything, people of God. And, you know, I'm, I'm just so excited about where God is taking us in this broadcast. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And even as um, Amen. we're dealing with this thing called love, I'm I'm looking forward. I wanted to deal with something else tonight. Amen. But glory to God, we bless God. But I'm definitely looking forward to dealing with it on next week as we're going to really deal with some things, um, the challenges that the people of God is having. Amen. As we just embrace some things. Um, that God is saying as we look at some issues, we're going to begin to look at issues that um, that is taking place and, and, and begin to deal with some matters, um, people of God um, as well. And so I'm looking forward to it and we're going to look at it all in love. Amen. I'm um, going to God, thank you Jesus, Hallelujah. we're going to begin to look at laws and things that are being taken place that is taking place around the world that shows our lack of love, our lack of commitment to loving God, loving ourselves, and um, even loving on one another as well. Um, So I'm looking forward um, to what it is that he's getting ready to take us in the journey, this journey. And so I look forward to speaking with you next week in the church. Amen. I'm glory to God at the same time, same channel. Amen, where well, we're going to be shining the light of God's word in the church on the good, the bad, and the ugly. Until next time, people of God, Till next time, we're going to go in the love, joy, peace, favor, and the anointing of our most holy Savior, who is none other than Jesus Christ. And it is in his most holy and majestic name that we have convened in the church. Amen, amen, and amen to God be the absolute glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.